This message was recorded at the Redeemed Christian Church of God Salvation Center, where we're maximizing potential and fulfilling destiny. We pray you'll be blessed as you listen to the following message. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I don't know how I'm feeling. I'm feeling at home. Hallelujah. I said I'm feeling at home. Hallelujah. This month is also my birthday. Amen. I want to rejoice with my brother and my sister. And I want to rejoice with the entire family, Salvation Center. And I tell you, we've been friends for exactly 20 years. 20 years. And if you are friends with somebody for 20 years, you don't know the person, then you are not friends. I think he knows me. But I think, I mean, sometimes you see things like that, you say, oh my God, this is way, way, way up there. But I want to thank God for his grace. And I want to thank God for also making you my friends. Turn to somebody and say, you are my friend. God bless you. I love you. Are you excited this morning? It's 2022. I hear the sound of... I hear the sound of... I hear the sound of... God has told me three things that he's going to do in these three days. And I'll be sharing those things with you as we go. The Bible says God is our shepherd. I shall not. Christ is not just shepherd. He's three times our shepherd. The Bible tells us he's our good shepherd. Because he laid down his life for us. He is the great shepherd. Because he rose again from the dead. And he is the chief shepherd because he's coming back to crown us. So when he says, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He makes me to lie down in green pastures. He restores my soul. He leads me beside the still waters. You know, say, do I walk through the valley of the shadow of death? I shall fear no, for thou art with me. Thy rod and thy staff, they... Praise God. He said, goodness. He said, he has prepared a table before me in the presence of my enemies. He said, my cup runs. Is that not abundance? I say, it's not an abundance. And then the Bible says, goodness and mercy shall do what? But some people are still following goodness and mercy. Father, speak to your children. Open their ears. Open their hearts. Even those watching online, let somebody testify that after this service, he had an encounter. She had an encounter that the heavens opened up and angels ministered in the name of Jesus Christ. Can I hear the loudest amen as you take your seats? I hear the sound of abundance. First, first, Kings chapter 18 verse 41. Are we there? Please, everybody, can we read that together, please? Let's read that together. One, two, go. And get thee up, eat and drink. 
For there is. James chapter 5. Verse 18. Every time you hear the sound of abundance of rain. Look at this. And he prayed again. And the heaven. Not the earth. The heaven gave rain. And the earth began to bring forth her fruit. One of the things God told me he's going to do this year is that he's going to make people in this church fruitful. Yeah. I'm very serious. I said, God is going to make you what? Fruitful. I've been a chaplain of a company for 21 years this year. In April, I'll be 21 years. It's a multinational company. I met this man on the street. And we became friends. I did not know he was a multi-millionaire. His company is worth half a billion. 180 people on staff. I'm the only black person there. You know, when you're talking about you going into the secular to do the things of God, you know that people in this country don't care about God. Because my greatest shock when I came to America for the first time, the very first time I came, was that people here don't love God. In Africa, we call some countries a Christian nation, Muslim nation. But I ask myself, what is America? Is it a Christian nation or a Muslim nation? You wouldn't really know. Maybe a technological nation. You will not take technology out of this world. Praise God. So, by the grace of God, I began to apply myself to the word of God because I knew that the only thing I had when I came to this country was Christ. That's all I had. And I knew that when I'm living, I have to live back with Christ. So, I began to apply myself to knowing Christ. And one day, the Holy Spirit showed me, said, do you know the most important scripture in the whole Bible? Because I have scriptures that I call my favorite scriptures, like 2 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 5. See, we are not sufficient of ourselves to think anything of ourselves. Our sufficiency is of God. I knew that scripture very well. And I knew Psalms 103, verse 1 to 6. Oh, bless the Lord, oh my soul, and all that is within me. Bless his holy name. Bless the Lord, oh my soul, and forget not all his benefits. Ha, ha, my God, he forgives my iniquities. He heals my disease. He redeems my life from destruction. He crowns me with loving kindness and tender mercies. He satisfies my mouth with good things so that my youth is renewed like the eagles. He executes righteousness and judgment for all that are oppressed. In righteousness, I'm established. I'm far from oppression until one day the Lord stopped me. He said, all these things are good scriptures, but your scripture and the most important scripture that touches my heart is Philemon chapter 1 verse 6. What? The most important scripture in the whole Bible? Philemon chapter 1 verse 6. He said, you know what it says? That the communication, the communication of your faith yeah. might become effectual by you acknowledging Every good thing that is in you because you are in Christ. Someone shout, I'm in Christ. Do you know that the day you got born again in Acts of the Apostles, chapter 17, verse 28, the Bible says something. It says, for in him we live. In him we move. In him we have our being. So we are rooted in Christ, built up in Christ. We are stationed in Christ. So everything that is in Christ is also in you. The moment you are in Christ, you are free from crisis. The crisis of this world. See, Jesus never put up with tribulation. He canceled them. When he says something, hear me. Do you know what he says? The Bible says that every good thing that is in Christ is in you. 
I've seen people say, I'm a human being, I'm not perfect. I told them, me, I'm perfect. Because you are where? In Christ. So everything that is in Christ is in you. Can I tell you? Holiness is yours. Perfection is yours. Peace is yours. Favor is yours. I was in a church and a pastor was raising money. He was asking the church to give. And he told people, how many people are going to give a thousand dollars? This was in Detroit, Michigan. A thousand dollars. And he said, God is telling me today that when you give a thousand dollars, he will give you wisdom as he gave to Solomon. I did not give. Because I already have wisdom in Christ. See, you don't sow to get. You know to get. You do not, wait. I said you don't sow money to get. You know to get. For they that know their God, they shall be strong. And they shall do what? Exploits. That I may know him and the power of his resurrection. Am I talking to you here? Many people talk about Christ, but they don't know Christ. But you know what Paul will say in the book of Colossians chapter 1? In Colossians chapter 1 verse 12, thanks be to God who has qualified us. Who has what? God does not choose the qualified. He qualifies those he chooses. Clap for Jesus right there. Hear me. God is not scared of using anybody. Oh my God. What is Job chapter 37? I have too many scriptures in my spirit. I don't know which one to tell you. Job what? Give that on the board. Praise God. If you don't give me that thing, I'm also watching the time that you delayed to give me. So I also take it out of my time. Job 37, 23. Job what? Job 37. Look at this. Touching the Almighty, we cannot find him out. He is excellent in power. He's what? Excellent. He is excellent in power. Look at that. And in plenty of justice, he will not afflict. He will not allow you to suffer. That's what he's saying. Look, if you are suffering, that means it is God that allowed you to suffer. He will not afflict. He's excellent in power. Oh my God. Hallelujah. Somebody say, thank you, Jesus. Say, my God is excellent in power. Now, look at this. Why is he excellent in power? Look at 1 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 27. He said, but God, because God is excellent in power, he said, but God has chosen the foolish things of this world to confound the wise and had chosen the weak things of this world to confound the things which are mighty. The next verse. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Have mercy. And the base things. So what does God choose? He chooses foolish things. He chooses base things. And he chooses weak things. Because he's excellent in power. So no matter how bad your case is, his excellent power can transform you. Did you just hear what I said? God is excellent in power. So he can choose anything. He chose David from the bush. Listen to me. God is about to change your life. So when Elijah said, I hear the sound of abundance of rain, guess what happened? Because there was three years, three and a half years of famine. How many years? Famine means 
recession. It was when I first came to America that when I speak English, I thought everybody knew English here. Until I started relating with Americans that some people cannot even write English. They are speaking it is because it's their language. Me too, I speak Ibibio. I speak Yoruba dear dear. Are you understanding me? I speak Ibo Kekwano. Kembe Lotara. Are you understanding me now? So, when I say some things, I try to interpret what it means. Farming is recession, a time of lack. But when Elijah said, he said, I hear the sound of abundance. The first thing Elijah did was Elijah went into prayers. Because God had already put a mandate on man. Remember the mandate of God on man? In Genesis 1, 28, he said, and the Lord God blessed them. Shout, I'm blessed. And the Lord God blessed them. Shout, I'm blessed. I said, and the Lord God blessed them. Shout, I'm blessed. And God said to them, the first thing God pronounced was fruitfulness. That's why Satan keeps attacking fruitfulness. There are five dimensions of fruitfulness. Number one, there's fruitfulness of the womb. Procreation. Fruitfulness of what? Luke chapter 1 verse 42. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb. So number one dimension of fruitfulness is the womb. So when I see people writing prayer requests, say, Lord, make me fruitful. I say, do you even know what you are asking? Because the person that is saying, Lord, make me fruitful must have had children. So you need fruitfulness in other dimensions. Number two, there is fruitfulness. And she spoke, and she spoke out with a loud voice and said, blessed art thou amongst women, and blessed is what? The fruit of thy womb. So there is fruitfulness of what? The womb. So when God said to man in Genesis chapter 1, be fruitful. He wasn't just talking about the womb. There is also fruitfulness of the thoughts. Come on, say fruitfulness. Fruitfulness of what? Jeremiah 6, 19. Fruitfulness of the thoughts are ideas. Are what? Somebody's receiving ideas right now. I say somebody's receiving ideas right now. Hear, O earth, behold, I will bring evil upon the people. Even the fruit of their thoughts. When God rejects you, he makes sure he strips you of ideas. He strips you of what? You need ideas to marry. Because women are very tough to conquer. You are not hearing me, did you? Women are the toughest nation in the world. Not China. The nation called women. A man came to me and said he wants to divorce his wife. I said, don't divorce her. He said, why? I said, you will divorce the second one. I said, you will divorce the third one. And you will divorce the fourth one. So what you need to do is ask God for ideas to marry her. What is keeping me married today for 20 years over? I've been married to my wife for 24 years. It's ideas. Talk somebody say, receive ideas. Man of God, hear me, sir. Presidents don't rule the world. Ideas rule the world. If you don't believe me, ask Jeff Bezos. He will tell you that ideas rule the world. There is nobody that is president of this country that has no respect, that doesn't have respect for billionaires in that nation. They will meet the president at night and at will. They have his number direct. I met a, a, a rich Igbo man. 
Very rich. In fact, the richest Igbo man on planet Earth. Author is it? When Buhari came into power, Buhari sent for him. He did not go. He sent for him. Others are feeling formed to see the president. The president sends for him. May you receive ideas today. Man of God, the church needs ideas. Hear me. Sir, presidents don't rule the world. What rules the world? Ideas. Fruitfulness in the mind. Then we have fruitfulness in the hands. That whatsoever your hand touches, it prospers. Proverbs 31 verse 16. Proverbs 31 verse 16. Fruitfulness of what? The hands. Hear me. Your womb is fruitful. Your mind is fruitful. Your hands are what? Fruitful. Hear me. What is it? Oh my God. Consider, she considered a field and buy it with the fruit of what? Her hands. She planted a vineyard. That means whatsoever your hands touches, it becomes fruitful. I hear the sound of what? Abundance. When abundance comes, the first thing it produces is fruitfulness. Number three, there's fruitfulness of the mouth. Proverbs, oh my God. Somebody say fruitfulness. Say like you mean it, fruitfulness of the mouth. Say like you mean it, say fruitfulness of the mouth. That means your mouth produces good fruits. In that Psalms I was reading, remember? Psalms 103, in verse 5. He says, he says, the Bible talks about, he said, you will always be speaking things that are good. Verse 5, look at it. Be, your mouth will be satisfied with what? Good things. Come and say good things. Say like you mean it. Say good things. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. I said hallelujah. Somebody said fruits of the mouth. Say like you mean, say fruits of the mouth. Say my father, bless me with fruits of the mouth. You will learn to speak good things. It is only when the pandemic started that I knew that there are not many Christians on earth. How can you be watching CNN and storing up things from CNN in your mind? What do you think will come out? From the abundance of the heart, the mouth speak it. And your closet is empty. And God said, if you really re actually want to walk me, if you pray, when you want to pray, go into your closet, close the door. And nobody has a closet life, but you have a CNN life. Everything in CNN, you've told everybody, but the message you heard today, you will not tell anybody. You cannot be broke. Do you know that many believers don't know what they have in Christ? What should be coming out of your mouth is what you have in Christ. In 1 John, oh my God, chapter 4, verse 7, the Bible says in the day of boldness, we will, in the day of judgment, we will have boldness. We will have boldness because of our love for him. And then he said, as he is in heaven, look at it, beloved, let us love one another. 1 John, chapter 4, verse 17, sorry, verse 17. Let us love, hallelujah, glory to God. In the day of judgment, that's how he started, praise God. Look at it. Herein is our love made perfect that we may have boldness in the day of judgment. Because as he is, so are we. Where? As he is, where? So are we in this world. Now, listen. Paul would pray a prayer. Colossians chapter 1 verse 12. Thanks be to God who has qualified us to be partakers of the inheritance of the saints who are in Christ, who are in the light. Verse 13, he had delivered us from the powers of darkness and transferred us into the kingdom of his dear son. Therefore, in Christ, we have 
What does it mean to have? We have redemption and we have forgiveness. God does not forgive you because you confess any sin. He already gave you forgiveness in Christ. Man of God, many people don't read the Bible. It pains me in the body of Christ that we have Jesus. The only distinguishing thing between Christians and Muslims is Christ. Muslims pray more than Christians. Muslims give more than Christians. Have you ever seen them renting a mosque? They don't lease a mosque. They buy cash and pay for it. Christians, we pay mortgage every year. And some members will threaten to leave. If that mortgage that is hanging, it will, I will cut it over your head. Somebody is talking to his pastor. But God has delivered us today. Amen. Am I preaching the truth? Yes. I'm not afraid to preach the truth because I love... See, I, I died, I saw myself die on the 21st of December. I saw myself die, complete death, and I saw my funeral. They were printing flyers for my funeral, giving it out. It was so real that when I entered the other side of heaven, I don't know whether to call it heaven or paradise, everything was so beautiful. But what I saw on this other side was like a glass, a very thin glass, but you cannot come out from this side to that side. And I saw everything happening in the earth. I saw my sisters. I saw people were crying for me. Some people were rejoicing. And I was clapping for those that were rejoicing for me. And I was booing those that were crying. If you fear death, you don't know Christ. So listen to me. Do you know that in Christ you have sanctification? Do you know that in Christ you are made perfect? Do you know that in Christ you are complete? When, when your life is complete, it means that your life is complete. Am I telling the truth? In Christ you have, you, you, my God, everything that Christ has, you have. In Christ, you have righteousness. Somebody's not excited here. Jesus. I said somebody's not excited here. How many fruitfulness did I mention? Fruitfulness of what? The womb. Fruitfulness of what? The thoughts. Fruitfulness of what? The hands. And then fruitfulness of what? The mouth. Jesus Christ. And then we have fruitfulness of the spirit, which forms the character of the believer. Look at that. In Galatians chapter 5. But now the fruit of the spirit the character of the believer. You know, sometimes I, see, I hear people say, people that are preaching grace are permitting people to sin. I say, how are you going to sin when sin is not longer in your nature? Sin is no longer your nature. Christ has become your nature. Now look at this. If any man be in Christ, is a new creature. All things have become, all things have become what? New. Everything has become new. Now, you are no longer in control of your life. The law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus begins to govern your abilities. It gives you ability to do right. Think right. Speak right. Pray well. Pray better than you've ever prayed. All that abilities is in Christ. But because every day you wake up, you are thinking of yourself. You are thinking, oh, I cannot do that one. Then you start writing New Year resolution. And the first week, you kept the resolution. The second week, and the third week, you said, leave me with that thing, Joe. <laughs> Somebody's not excited here. How can you be a child of God and you are still breaking covenant of your father's house? Who is your father? If God is your father, what covenant are you going to break in his house? So the African culture is the most wicked culture I've ever seen in my life. I'm from Africa. 
because they mix up everything. They mix culture with religion. They mix culture with their relationship with God. How can somebody sit on a chair? Somebody sitting on a chair like this, and the person stands up. He says, I want to go and tap anointing. Are you a palm wine tapper? <laughs> what are you tapping? <laughs> sir, sir. Oh my gosh. Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Give this thing to me. Come on, say thank you, Jesus. A man of God sat on a chair. And a man of God sat up. Another child of God goes to do this on the chair. I feel like slapping you right now. Wait. That man of God flew 18 hours on a flight from Nigeria. And came to America. They sit, he sat there. The air hostess does not even know he sat there. And he sat on your chair for five minutes and got up and preached. At the next, people lay lining up. Say they are tapping anointing. Can I tell you something? You don't need the grace of any man. The grace of Christ is more than enough. You don't need the grace of any man. The grace of Christ is sufficient. I need no other argument. I need no other plea. It is enough that Jesus died. And that he... Am I talking to somebody here? So stop tapping anointing. Stop holding people's shit for anything. The Bible says that they that do know. Our kingdom is a kingdom of knowledge and a kingdom of reasoning. A kingdom of what? People don't reason in the church. Amen? I said people don't reason in the church. Listen to me. When you are connected to Christ, you are not connected from your head. You are connected in your heart. And when once you are connected with Christ in your heart, whatever he knows will be transmitted to you from your heart. <laughs> what is that scripture? Romans chapter 8 verse 16. He said, for the spirit bears witness with our spirit. We are spiritual people. We are not carnal people. Church, what did I say now? We are spiritual people. We are not carnal people. The spirit itself bears witness with what? That we are what? That we are who? Children of God. How can a child of God... Excuse me, do you know the thing that pains me most? Somebody just bought a new car. What kind of car? In Africa, we used to call those brand new cars tear rubber. We call it what? Tear Because you come in and you rip the rubber inside the car. It has only two miles on it. Not somebody buying a car that is 300 miles. Say, I just bought a new car. 300,000 miles. You call it a new car. Can somebody say amen? amen? Just say I bought a car. <laughs> Don't say I bought a new car. Can I tell the truth here? This looks like a truth-loving church. Can I tell the truth? See, your sufficiency in life is in Christ. Can I tell you something? Now, somebody just bought a brand new car. Then when he bought the car, he went to the store and bought oil. And brought to the pastor and said, Pastor, please anoint, dedicate the car for me. And the pastor, to please him, will break the anointing. Father, in the name of Jesus, we command this thing to become anointed oil. And then he pours oil on the car. Now, I have no problem with pouring oil on the car, but I'm, I have a problem with what the Bible says. You know what the Bible says? Is any sick among you? 
let him call unto the elder of the church. And the elder of the church, anointing him with oil. Then he says, and praying the prayer of faith. Then he now says, the prayer of faith will heal the sick. I learned English a little bit, but I didn't understand something here. But listen to me. Listen to what I don't understand here. Now, this new car you brought, is it sick? I'm asking a problem. Is the car sick? Listen to me. When an anointed individual steps into a car, that car becomes an anointed car. And yokes are destroyed on that car. You can bring the car to your pastor to tell. That's why I said, I said, people, you hold the oil too much. Because the more you carry oil, and your pastor will bless it for you, carry it home. So a sick church cannot heal a dying world. Somebody's not hearing me. So why are you carrying the oil about? You are sick. Because oil is for the sick. When will you be healthy? When will you lay hands on the sick for them to recover? Am I preaching well here? Hear me. My ministry is not preaching. This man met me on the platform of prayer. I'm begging the church. Come, let's pray. Tomorrow and tonight, tomorrow and Tuesday. God bears me witness. Your life can never remain the same. Am I talking to people here? I didn't come to America to be lost in the crowd. I came here to pray things out. Oh my God. Somebody say, the fruit of the spirit. Say the fruit of the womb. Say the fruit of my thoughts. Say the fruit of my hands. Say the fruit of my mouth. It is very important that these five areas in your life must be complete for you to be truly for heaven to recognize you as fruitful. Praise God. So in Proverbs 23 verse 26, many people want to walk with God, but God doesn't have their heart. My son, church, let's read that together. I want to go. My son, give me thine heart and let thine eyes observe my ways. See, you will never know the ways of God until you give him your heart. Are you talking about abundance? You can become super rich tomorrow. And you can also be super broke. The choice is yours. And it is where your heart is. When you give God your heart, everything that belongs to you belongs to God. And you can never lack. Oh, Jesus, somebody's not excited. I said, somebody's not excited. Say, Lord, I give you my heart. How do you give God your heart? Make your heart a bank for God's word. Did you see something he said in the book of Jeremiah, chapter 42, verse 3? He said, when you give me your heart, then you will be able to observe my ways. You will know my ways. You will know the way to go, the things to do. Look at it here. That the Lord thy God may show us the way wherein we may walk and the thing that we may do. This is the greatest scripture that I saw that helped me in prosperity. I've never lacked. Look at what Jesus Christ told his disciples here. Can I show you what he said? He said to them in Luke chapter 22, verse 35. He said, when I was the one that sent you, did you lack? Look at it here. What is it? Luke 22. Somebody's taking my time. Praise God. I know who that person is. Luke 22. 
And he said unto them, when I sent you, church, let's go, when I sent you, without what? Purse, script, shoes, lacked ye anything, what did they say? And they said, Nothing. and what did they lack? Nothing. Look at this. Jesus can feed you and bring you into abundance anyhow. When he met Peter in Luke chapter 5, when he met Peter in Luke chapter 5, Peter said, we have toiled all night and we caught nothing. So there was no fish. But Jesus Christ looked at him. He said, launch into the deep. And all the fishes from nowhere that went on vacation resumed. And filled the net and the net began to break and the boat began to sink. It was called a net breaking boat sinking testimony. It was called what? A net breaking boat sinking testimony. And the Bible said they began to beckon on other people to come and take fish. Have you ever seen somebody beckoning on other people to come and take money? The year has come, you'll be beckoning on people, come and take money. <laughs> Can I hear a louder amen now? Wait. Man of God, did you see that there was no fish, but Jesus brought abundance? But in John chapter 6, there was low fish. There's a situation of no fish, Jesus brought abundance, and then there was a situation of low fish. There were 5,000 people and five, two fishes, five loaves of bread. And Jesus Christ lifted only one, one loaf of bread, one, and said, Father, I thank you. And he broke that one. The one in his hand did not finish. If that's not the sound of abundance, I don't know what it is. He, gave, he broke it and gave to the disciples, and the disciples gave to the people, and everybody ate. All you can eat did not start in Old Golden Corolla. It started in the book of John. Everybody ate as so no fish, low fish does not intimidate God. Why? Because you are his child. Hear me. The greatest revelation I had of me being in Christ was because I now found out that in Christ, heaven now recognizes me as a son of God. As who? So whenever I approach God, I approach God as a son. But you are still approaching God as a stranger. Father, please. A son walks to the father anyhow. A son receives anything from the father anyhow. But your own, you are still going with a beggarly mentality. But that must stop in this season of... <laughs> Somebody's not excited. <laughs> I came that you may have life and have it how? Abundantly. Now look at this. In Job 22 verse 21. My God, 21, 22. Jesus Christ. In Job what? Acquaint now thyself with him. He said, give me your heart. How are you going to acquaint yourself with him? He said, and be at peace. Day by good will come to you. You are not looking for good. Good comes. Give me the next verse. Oh, Jesus Christ. Look at this. Oh, my God. I love this church. Oh, somebody's not saying amen. I said, I love this church. He said, receive, I pray thee, the words from his mouth. Look at this. And lay up his words in thy heart. So how do you give God your heart so you can observe his ways? You give his word a place in your heart. And then you know the ways of God. He said, did you see that scripture we read in Jeremiah? He said, uh -uh. he said, what's Jeremiah 42 verse 3? I have too many scriptures. Take it again. Jeremiah 42 verse 3. Praise God that he may show us the way that we may walk and the thing that we may do. Amen? Get back to Job. Amen? Praise God, Jesus Christ. Thank you, Jesus. Come and say, it is God's desire that I prosper. Say it again. It's God's desire. He said, acquaint thyself and be at peace and thereby good shall come unto thee. Give me the next verse. Hallelujah. 
Good shall come unto thee. Look at this. Receive, I pray the Lord from his mouth, and lay up his words where? In your heart. Give me the next verse. Jesus Christ, have mercy. Look at this. Thou shall return unto the Almighty, and thou shall be built up. Thou shall put iniquity away from you. That means you will not be seeing yourself doing the wrong things, or thinking the wrong way, or saying the wrong things. You will only be saying God's word. Give me the next verse. Jesus Christ, hallelujah. Verse 24. Then shall thou lay up gold as what? Dust. I have never prayed. My, my room, my closet has no windows. But if I keep my shoes there for three weeks, when I come back, there is dust on it. One day I say, where is this dust coming from? I started binding the devil of dust. The dust is coming from your skin. Is somebody excited? Let me show you something. God will never bless you because of you. In the book of <laughs> 2 Corinthians chapter 8, verse 9, God blesses you because of Christ. Look at this scripture. For you know, come and shout, I know. I know. The grace of my Lord Jesus Christ. That though he was what? Wait. Wait. Was Jesus rich? Church, I'm asking everybody here a question. Don't look at me like I came from the moon. I am also a man like you. Somebody say, Jesus Christ was rich. He said, yet for your sake. For whose sake? So, because of me, Jesus chose to be poor. Wait. I did not need to do anything. He just traded place with me. He said, I take your place. I give you my place. So, for my sake, he became what? Poor. Look at this. Look at this. That ye, through his poverty, might be what? Rich. So, if Christ, for my sake, was poor, how are you going to be rich? For whose sake? You don't saying it with excitement. Look at the way you're still looking at me. For his, for your sake, he became poor. Now, for his sake, you should become what? Rich. Wait, wait. So every time I'm praying about God to do something in my life, I say, God, for Christ's sake, let this thing be done. Have you read Genesis Chapter 39. Look at it. Genesis what? 39 verse 5. In Genesis 39 verse 5. Oh, Jesus, have mercy on me. For the sake of Christ. Look at this. And it came to pass from the time that he had made Joseph overseer in his house and over all that he had, that the Lord blessed the Egyptian's house for Joseph's. Why did God bless Potiphar? Potiphar has never prayed. Potiphar has never given tithes and offerings. He has never done, he has never even gone to church. But just him associating with Joseph, God bless his entire house for the sake of Joseph. Oh, Jesus Christ. Somebody's not excited here. In Genesis chapter 30, in Genesis chapter 30, verse 27, oh, Jesus. Joseph, he said when his master saw that the Lord was with him, he committed everything that he had into his hands. And then for Joseph's sake, God began to prosper Potiphar. And yet Potiphar was an idol worshiper. Look at this. And Laban said unto Jacob, I pray thee, if I have found favor in thy eyes, tarry, for I have learned by experience that the Lord has blessed me for whose sake? So God blessed Potiphar for Joseph's sake. God blessed Laban for Jacob's sake. You are blessed for Jesus' sake. Which one is stronger? Which one is more eternal? 
that even for Jesus' sake, you are going to heaven. I say you are going to heaven. I say you are free from sin. I say you are blessed. I say you are redeemed. I say you are blessed. I say you are redeemed. In the name of Jesus. Is somebody hearing me? I said, is somebody hearing me? Come and say, thank you, Jesus. Say, Lord, I hear. Now, look at this. Do you know that there were two sons of Jacob? How many sons of Jacob? I'm sorry, two sons of Isaac. Esau and who? Esau and Jacob. Do you know that Esau and Jacob became the, the worst enemies in life? Until the day that God told Jacob, get back to your father's house. And Esau had wind and news that he was coming back. So Esau took 400 men, sharpened his swords to go and kill his brother. But when he met his brother, oh God, look at Genesis, oh my God. Genesis 33. <laughs> Genesis what? He said, and look at this. He said, verse 8, Genesis 33, verse 8. He said, and he said, what meanest thou by all this drove which I met? And he said, these are to find grace in the sight of my Lord. And Esau said to him, verse 34, verse 9. You know what Jacob did? He gave Esau so much cattle, so much goat, so much this, so much this, so much things. And when Esau looked at him in verse 9, and Esau said, I have enough, my brother. Keep that that thou hast unto yourself. And Jacob still begged him. He said, my brother, you are my senior brother. I still feel like showing you that God has blessed me. Look at this, verse 11. And Esau, that was verse 9. Verse 11, jump to verse 11. Oh my God, look at verse 11. He said, take I pray thee my blessing that is brought to thee because God has dealt graciously with me and because I have enough. So I saw too I have enough. This one say I have enough. I'm not taking. This one say I have enough. Take. Wait oh. Am I talking about the son of abundance here? This one say I have enough. I'm not taking. This one say I have enough. Take. Do you know I went to check in the Hebrew. I had to go and check oh. The first one said, I have exceeding in my account. That's what Esau said. But the second one said, I have all things. I have what? This one was just talking about the material things. But this one said, I have all things. Listen to me. When you read Genesis chapter 24 verse 1, it said, God had blessed Abraham in all things. That included health. That included salvation. Righteousness. Faith. Peace of mind, joy, promotions. When you're talking about I have enough, God sent me here to tell this church, you have enough. Can somebody stand out and shout, I have enough. Shout it again, I have enough. Hold somebody's hand beside you. Hold somebody's hand beside you. Likaboshata, pray in the spirit. Pray in the spirit right now. I have enough. Make that confession. I have enough. Ligabura Sata. I have enough. I have enough. Please, somebody hold somebody's hand. Hold somebody's hand. Kila Zotekedish. Lebrakatatata. I have enough. 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 In the name of Jesus. Oh, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glorobo Sheketesh. Lekabatalabra. Luke chapter 12. Give me Luke chapter 12. Please stand there. Don't sit again. Don't sit. Please. Don't sit. Don't sit. Now, do you believe that these three days is going to change your life? He says, number one thing I told you, God told me to tell the church is that be fruitful. 
Number two is that you have enough. Luke chapter what? 12, verse 32. Look at this. Mirabasa, Talegradish. Fear not, little flock, for it is your father's good pleasure to give you the kingdom. Sir, God says, I want to give you everything that I am. It is my good pleasure. Come and say, I enter. Somebody say it now, like you say, I enter into my father's good pleasure in the name of Jesus I receive his kingdom come on shout two hallelujahs right now somebody God's desire for you and I is to enjoy days of heaven on the earth he said that thy days may be as the days of heaven on the earth. Do you know why? He says that your days in Deuteronomy chapter 11 verse 21. I have 22 seconds. You are going to see that I'm, I'm good with time. I'm going to be the first preacher you know that I'm good with time. Deuteronomy 11. That your days somebody shall my days may be what? Multiplied. There are people that are going to have 12 months in this year. But when you enter into the dimension of heaven, God can give you 10 years in one year. That's what he's talking about. Multiplication. What others are accomplishing in three weeks, you will do it in three days. Am I talking to somebody? Come and lift that hand and shout hallelujah. Father, I bless your people. Let it be three days of fruitfulness. Three days of I have enough. Three days of increase. Three days of stability. Three days of a change in our prayer life. Three days of healing. If you are sick in your body, lay hands on that place. God just quickened something in my spirit now. The spirit that raised Christ from the dead is here. If you are sick in your body, lay hands there. Father, you've sent me, given me divine health. I acknowledge you as the God that heals. I pray, I prophesy. Be healed in the name of Jesus. Power. Receive the grace of God. Multiply. Preservation. Hello. That's scripture. That's scripture. Deuteronomy 11, 21. Somebody's getting healed as I'm talking now. I said, God said somebody's getting healed. There's somebody here with a sinus infection. God says, I'm healing you now. You've been afraid. God, let it not be COVID. It cannot be COVID. You run into the place of refuge. That your days may be multiplied as the days of your children. In the land which the Lord thy God has swear unto thy fathers. Hallelujah. As the days of heaven upon the earth. Come on. Tell three people. Tell heaven on earth for you. You online. I prophesy. Heaven on earth. Heaven on earth. Heaven on earth. In the name of Jesus. The God of heaven give you the days of heaven on earth. As his children enter into your days of heaven on earth. In the name of Jesus. Lekabosh. I hear the Lord say, I've opened the heavens over you. He said, I give you days. I give you days. And I give you time. When others speak things, I have my word ready in your heart. He said, listen to me, for I am sending you forward. He said, your pathway that was looking crooked, I have made it straight. What would have been rough, I make it smooth. 
in the name of Jesus it's a new day 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 in the name of Jesus favor to you in Christ peace to you in Christ peace to you in Christ elevation for you in the name of Jesus can somebody run around the church run around the church hey, 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 hey. we hope you've been blessed by this message we encourage you to fellowship with us here at Salvation Center if you are in the San Antonio area. For more information, visit our website at www.rccgsanantonio.org.